Hey, beautiful friend. Welcome back to the Meant to Bloom podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I wish I could see your beautiful face just, you know, in my face uh, right now. Um, welcome to the new year. I'm so excited. We survived Christmas. <laughs> I don't know how it was for you if it felt heavy and full or if it felt light and full. Um, I don't know if your Christmas was sad or happy or stressful or whatever it was, but we made it through to the other side. Whatever kind of Christmas and holiday season we had, it's done. It's over with. We've had our week to recover. Um, you know, my husband was talking yesterday about how like, he was trying to make himself feel bad for just being so stagnant and complacent for a week. And I was just like, why – why? Like he wanted to redo yesterday over again because he felt like he started the new year on such a like lame note because we spent all day playing video games like and just just hanging out and watching TV and really doing nothing and eating leftovers. Um, and like we really just didn't we didn't accomplish anything and we didn't spend the whole time like doing family quality bonding. We were all just in the same room doing our own thing being completely unproductive. Um, though I did do dishes and laundry, so I mean, I did something. But he was saying he wished he had the day to do over again. And I sarcastically said, because you had such a great time. And he just, he felt like he was trying to make himself feel bad for not doing anything. And I'm like, dude, we don't do that here. <laughs> you work how many hours a week? You don't need to justify that you spent days being unproductive. We rested. We we played a hermit. Like we just we stayed home and didn't do anything. And it was fantastic and wonderful. And I'm gonna treasure those memories forever that my husband sat and did nothing with me for a couple of days. And I think it's fantastic. So if that was you for the last week, I mean, it really feels to me like the week between Christmas and New Year's just doesn't exist. And I, I get that from a lot of people. Um, that if you just didn't do anything, if you're still cleaning up after Christmas and whatever, like, so what? You're living your life, right? You're having a good time. You're enjoying yourself. Let's not find reasons to beat ourselves up. Let's not find reasons to feel bad about what we've done or not done. Um, let's go into 2024 with, you know, just a zero tolerance for guilt. Because does guilt really help you? Or does it just like make you feel bad? Does it actually hold you back? I'm of the firm belief that guilt holds you back. I don't think that guilt lights a fire under your booty and makes you get up and do something different. I think guilt makes us wallow in pity and shame of what we have done or have not done. Um, and I think it's very useless. I think it can be eye-opening. Um, but I think it's it's a red flag and it's eye-opening because it's a red flag. Like anytime I start to feel guilty about something, I, I do. I like raise this mental flag because I'm such a visual thinker. I, I go ahead and raise a mental red flag and I'm like, whoa, something's off because I shouldn't be feeling that way. I don't want to feel that way. I'm not available to feel that way. So let's do something different. Let's figure out where this is coming from, why this is happening and what can I do to feel differently? Um, 
So yeah, that's just a little segue tid- tidbit, tidbit. My mouth's not wanting to talk today. Um, haven't recorded a podcast episode in a while. Took a week off. Feel kind of rusty. Though not rusty. I actually feel more gunky if I had a, a word to describe how I'm feeling about recording a podcast episode right now. It feels gunky. I don't know if that makes sense. Um, yeah. Anyways, uh, let's get to my let's get to my points that I had predetermined for you today. We are in New Year, and resolutions were something I never did when I was younger. Um, though I also never achieved goals that I set for myself, and I never. I was very complacent in those years. I was in survival mode and I thought resolutions were just a load of crap, Um, a marketing gimmick or just something trendy and faddish, a fad. Is that a word? Faddish? I thought they were a fad Um, and that like people didn't really do them. And I was like, I don't want to, I was a hipster. I was like, oh, all the cool kids are setting resolutions. I'm not gonna. Um, Anyways. And then I started getting into like personal growth and setting of intentions. And now I see New Year's as a like, oh, it's a blank slate. I'm starting a new planner. I'm starting a new calendar. Everything kind of, it's just an ultimate kind of reset of intentions to me. And I think that is fantastic and beautiful and wonderful. And if you're on my email list, you got an email from me like yesterday or the day before. Um, on Monday, you got an email from me on New Year's Day uh, that was talking all about how I feel about the new year. Um, because honestly, like in nature, January 1st is not New Year. It's not a time for growth and rebirth. It's still winter outside. I mean, you look at your trees, they're not ready to bloom. They're doing the inner work so they can bloom in the spring. And I think that New Year is a great time to set intentions for inner work so that you can bloom in the spring when the days get longer, when it gets warmer outside. Um, If you're going to set like health goals right now is like, it's a great time if you want to join a gym at a discount. Yeah, absolutely. It's a great time to find resources because they are plentiful. They are everywhere. Everyone's you know, setting new year, new goals, like let's get organized, let's declutter, let's eat healthy, let's, you know, meal plan, let's, you know, all these types of things. Um, But right now is such a like naturally bad time for it. Like right, like, like my new year's intention, my intention for this coming year is to learn to love myself better. Because I realized that my relationship with myself is very not okay right now. My self-esteem is shot. I hate my body. I'm very annoyed at myself for so many different little reasons. And I'm starting to like talk negatively about myself in front of my husband a lot. Um, And I mean, I intentionally do it in front of my husband because he will, you know, like I'm not compliment fishing, but he will talk me out of what I'm feeling because he views me so much higher than I view myself. So it's kind of like me, like waving my white flag to him. Like it's a cry for help, honey. I need you to, I need you to set me straight. Cause I'm thinking bad things about myself and I know that you disagree. So please have this debate with me and convince me that you're right. And I'm wrong. And <laughs> that I am, you know, I'm worth something. Uh, anyways, 
Um, it's really good to have people in your life that you can talk to like that. Um, but in a constructive kind of way, right? Anyways, but like, because my new year's goal is to fix my relationship with my body, that is my new intent for the year. What I'm doing right now is the mindset work for it. I'm shifting my thoughts. I'm not allowing myself to think negative things about me. I'm not allowing myself to wallow in that self-pitying sadness, the low self-esteem. But I'm also not trying to set goals that are unattainable to me right now. Goals that I don't want to be setting um, or goals that I don't want to be achieving. I, for so many years, tried to run a marathon until I finally confronted the fact that I don't like running. Yes, it's good for your health. Yes, you know, increasing my endurance and my stamina and the cardio and just the mentality of being able to run a marathon, um, that feeling of accomplishment, the discipline, those are all really great things. But I actually don't enjoy running. So I kept sabotaging myself in that area because it's not something I really wanted to do. Yeah, I, I would love to accomplish it and be able to say I ran a marathon, but I don't really enjoy running. So I finally let go of that goal and I started shifting things a little bit differently, right? Right now is not the time for me to start a fitness plan because it's cold and I don't wanna go outside and run. It hurts my ears and it gives me a headache and it's hard to breathe, like it hurts my lungs to breathe cold air. I'm not gonna go outside and do some kind of endurance thing. Childcare is hard to come by. It's sick flu season. I'm not going to put my kids in, you know, gym childcare to go work out indoors at a gym. So if I can't do something easily at home with the kids, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to set myself goals that I'm going to self-sabotage and fail at. I'm not going to commit to eating like plant-based, salad-based, like I'm not going to I'm not going to commit to, you know, incorporating kale into my diet and all of these fresh fruits and things when they're not in season. It's soup season. So trying to eat healthier has to be reshifted um, because it's not a time of year where it's really easy to eat fresh, like raw foods and things like that. It's a time of year where, you know, soup is enjoyable. So maybe how can I, you know, make soup? hardier and healthier and, you know, something that's going to fuel my body to keep going. It's also not a great time of year to start waking up early because your body naturally wants to sleep more right now. It's winter. It's dark. Like I'm recording this at 5 PM and it's already dark outside. Now is a good time to set a goal to try to get better sleep. (sighs) Yeah, because it's easier to sleep in the winter. Set goals that make sense for the time of year or set goals that are something you want to be ready to achieve in the next 90 days, right? Because 90 days from now is spring. That's exciting to me. Like if you start a 90-day planner or a 90-day plan of some sort right now, um, when, you're, when you get to the end of that to start your next 90 days, it's spring. Like now is a time to do inner work. Go outside and like look at a tree, um, like a, uh, what's it called? Deciduous? No. Wow. I can't remember what kind of trees things are. Deciduous. Yeah. Not a coniferous because coniferous trees have cones on them. Go look at a tree that lost all its leaves. Go look at a naked tree. 
and you'll see tiny little buds on it. Like you got to look close. You'll see a little bud and you know that in the spring, that's going to bloom. That's going to be a flower. Like that's going to be a fresh new leaf. It's doing the inner work right now. It's busy. It's not dead. It's not sleeping. It's doing the work on the inside. So it's going to be ready to like show the world it's beautiful bloom. Like they don't, they open up overnight, but they don't develop the leaf overnight. It takes time. Um, And I think that's such a beautiful example of what we can be doing right now when we're setting goals for ourselves is no like, yeah, I might not wake up tomorrow and be a new person, but I can develop the mindset now of that person I want to be 90 days from now. And once that mindset starts to build like these small habits, like if I want a mindset of a healthier person, I want the mindset of someone who loves their body, someone who loves themselves. If I want that mindset and I'm working to the mindset of someone who loves themselves, I'm going to start taking action from a place of self-love. Someone who loves themselves doesn't like abuse themselves with, you know, gluttonous behaviors and sloth behaviors and, you know, just you're acting out of love for yourself. You're going to want to wake up and do something that feels good to your body, like drinking water in the morning, you know, starting your day with a glass of lemon water, not drinking coffee on an empty stomach because you know it messes with your hormones and you love yourself and respect yourself enough not to do that. It's different when it comes from the mindset of someone who loves themselves instead of the mindset of someone who's constantly shaming themselves for not making better decisions, right? Now is such a great time to to decide what you want life to look like in 90 days and build that mindset. Build the mindset to who that person is, to who you are 90 days from now. Build it from the inside out. Because what you do on the outside reflects what you feel on the inside, right? I mean, we talk a lot, like there's so much talk out there about um, like your environment is a reflection of your internal self, but your internal self also affects your environment. If you feel good on the inside, you're more likely to take the actions that make your home feel good, that make your body feel good. If you feel good on the inside, you're more likely to dress in a way that feels good, right? If you're in survival mode and you feel bad about yourself and you're like shaming yourself for being in survival mode, chances are you're like going to feel bad about not doing the dishes instead of feeling empowered to do the dishes. You're going to feel bad about your body. So you're going to dress it in ways that make you feel worse because you're seeking comfort. So you're going to wear like the, the, the comfy sweats and the, the oversized sweatshirt because it's cozy and it feels like a hug instead of like, hey, I like my body. I'm going to wear something that fits my body, that feels good on my body, something that makes me feel good about my body. Um, you're going to eat comfort foods instead of foods that fuel you, right? And the comfort foods usually only feel good like in the moment. And then, you know, like for me, I'm lactose intolerant, but all my comfort foods are just like melted cheese. So yeah, it feels a moment on the lips. It feels good, but it's gonna, it's gonna hurt later. Um, Yeah. So anyways, (laughs) 
What kind of goals are you setting for yourself right now? Are you setting for yourself goals that are like aligned with what you want to do? Like who you actually want to be? Or are you following the crowd, being trendy, being, you know, well, I want to get healthy. Oh, I want to lose weight. I want to join a gym. I want to do all these things that I don't actually want to do because everyone else says I should do them, right? What is it that you actually want to do? Because if it's a goal, like my running a marathon, if it's a goal you don't actually want to participate in the actions it takes to get there, then maybe it's not really what you want. Maybe there's something in it that you want to be able to, like, you know, like I wanted to be able to say that I've ran a marathon. I wanted that feeling of accomplishment of having ran a marathon, but I didn't actually want to run 26 miles. That sounds awful. So maybe look at those goals that I know you've already set for the new year and go and question them and question, is this actually what I want? Do I actually want to participate in the actions it takes to get here? Or does it just sound good to have done this? Is this what other people have done and I respect them and I want to be like them so I want to accomplish this goal? Maybe it's not the right goal for you to be pursuing right now. And I know it sucks to like just create the goals and then be like, oh, never mind, I'm throwing it in the trash. It's okay to restart. It's okay to throw your goals in the trash and like start from scratch, start again. Um, The new year is, it's symbolic, but it's not like January 1st, you have to decide what you want to do for the year and that's it. You get one chance, one shot. Uh, If you fail, you're done. Or, you know, if you change your mind, it doesn't count because you didn't start on January 1st. January 1st isn't the new year. It's when we reset our calendar. Like, it's not actually a new year at all. But the beauty is you can start fresh anytime. You can have a new start anytime. You can realign, you can reassess, you can reset your intentions anytime you want to. It doesn't have to be Monday. It doesn't have to be the new year. It doesn't have to be the start of a month. It doesn't even have to be in the morning. It can be anytime. And you can reset them and realign them again and again until you find what actually fits right what you actually want to be doing and want to be pursuing. So if you're looking at your goals and you think, what's it going to take to get there? And you cringe and you dry heave at the thought of doing the actions it's going to take to get there. That's not the right goal for you. You got to reassess it. You got to pick something else. And it's okay if you don't even like have big goals or like, you know, it's okay. If your goal is to like get out of survival mode, it's okay if your goal is to just keep moving forward, to just keep going as you are. Like if you have things like under control and it's in a routine and things are feeling good, your goal can simply be to maintain, to stay where you are. That's also a goal. You don't have to constantly be growing. You don't have to like constantly be getting better at things and doing more and achieving more. Like you're worthy and you're qualified and you're perfect as you are. Like it's okay to just be. It's okay if your goal is to just be, to enjoy where you are more. That's fine. That's fine. Okay. So 
Pick what you want for your intention. Break it down into bite-sized, actionable steps to achieve that. That's how you get your goals. So my big intention for the year is to love myself better. And right now my goal is to complete the body love course that I was gifted as a bonus in a course I bought like two years ago and I have not touched because when I originally downloaded that bonus, I didn't have body image issues. I was comfortable in my own skin and now I don't feel good about it. So now I'm going to turn to that resource that I've already got that's been, you know, in a digital closet. I'm going to turn to that resource. That's my first goal is to just complete that course so that I can be working on my mindset, so I can be working on, you know, immersing myself in the idea of loving myself. And then I'm going to read some more books about, you know, my body and how it works and gain a greater appreciation for myself. I'm going to work on having gratitude for the things my body has done and continues to do for me. That's what I'm going to do right now as my goals for loving my body better. And then I'm going to start out of a healthy mindset, drinking more water naturally, making better choices about food, Um, you know, some intuitive eating, avoiding the foods that make me feel like garbage. I'm going to start dressing better because it's going to come out of the mindset. And those are all smaller goals that can come later on throughout the year. Like you don't have to do a hard reset right now. That's not what I'm doing. I could go ahead and list out all the things that, that me as someone who loves my body does differently than what I do right now, but that's going to be really hard to wake up tomorrow and try to stick to this checklist of new healthy habits that aren't my habit right now. Um, especially in a time where it's this, it's cozy soup season. I don't want to be doing a lot of those things. They're hard to start right now. It's okay to do a slow start. It's okay to warm up into it. Dip your toes into this new lifestyle you're seeking. Um, So that's what I'm doing. I'm taking that big intention and breaking it down into some smaller, easy goals. All right. And then once I've done those things, I'm going to do some of this mindset stuff. Then I'm going to start doing some other goals, some more action steps, some new habit building. You know? That's really how you're going to get to be who you want to be instead of constantly writing down all these goals and then like ditching them, forgetting them. Um, how, like, do you even remember what you wanted to do for New Year's last year? My husband's been setting the goal every single year because he decides what he wants and then he doesn't make a plan to make it happen. He doesn't shift his mindset to make it happen. He doesn't shift his schedule to make it happen. And that's the same thing I always used to do. That's the same thing I've seen so many other people do. You write down your goal. And then, you know, you basically just put it in the trash. You file it away. It doesn't do any good. I mean, at the very least, put it on a post-it note on your coffee maker. Put it as your phone wallpaper. Um, You know, at the very least, keep it obvious, right? Uh, Make a big dream board of you achieving your intentions and your goals. Make a list of the things you actually need to do and keep that list somewhere obvious, Keep referring to that list. Choose once a week to do something off that list, whatever it is, you know? Anyways, um, so if you're in the market for goals, um, if you're in the market for how to help with your goals, I researched the um, the top goals that mothers set for New Year's resolutions, and I have compiled a podcast playlist for you 
um, that if you just go to brittanyclarkson.com forward slash new year, you're going to find like resources for new year's goals and sticking to your goals and a lot of mindset talk because it's for me. Um, some of my best, my favorite interviews from some of my like most highly qualified guests. Uh, there's money management, there's a uh, positive, positive thinking, um, Oh, positive psychology. That's what it's called. Uh, Doris Henderson Horenston. I'm not looking at her name. Shoot. I, I definitely said her name wrong. Doris Hornstein, I think is her name. Um, it's episode 79 and it's such a good one. She's so full of knowledge and information and um, very much into the way you think and stopping self-sabotage. Definitely give that one a listen. It's on that playlist for you. Um, Raquel Muller. I'm not looking at any other names. I'm trying to like remember from what I've seen. <laughs> I recorded these over a year ago with them. Um, and her talking about money management and financial freedom. That is such a good episode. Um, I want to say it's like episode 87, uh, but it's on that list as well as um, some fitness experts and some healthy lifestyle experts. Uh, go check that out. Uh, there's goals for being like a better mom, being a happier person, how to stop like how to how to reconnect with your kids or how to be less triggered by your kids. There's whatever your New Year's goal is. It's I've probably got resources on there for you. Um, and there's also an opportunity to join the Food Freedom Fair that's happening later this month. Um, the info is on that page, BrittanyClarkson.com forward slash New Year. Uh, there will be a link in the description for those who are listening to this on a platform that puts clickable links in. But the Food Freedom Fair is this really incredible big resource that's put together um, by Andrea Caprio. Um, and there's tons and tons of like free gifts for you to download. And you can enter a raffle to get the full access for free. Um, but if you go ahead and claim your spot with the free access version, you'll get all the gifts. You'll get entered into the raffle. Um, there's also an early bird pricing. Uh, I think the whole thing is 97 bucks, And for early bird price, you can get it for 37 There's access to like multiple different courses and eBooks and all kinds of really cool stuff in there. My Unblock Your Joy course is part of this. So if you get the full access, that's part of that that you can get. Um, so for $37, pretty, pretty cool deal. You can't get that anywhere else right now, except for in the food freedom fair, because I'm switching platforms still. Um, anyways, happy new year. Um, I love you so much, friend. Talk to you again next week. Hey, gorgeous. I gotta let you know that right now I am running a 50% off sale on all of the Everyday Joy Planners. Okay, the Everyday Joy Planner, as you know it, is retiring and I am clearing out my inventory. It is all 50% off, which puts basically everything is at cost plus shipping. Um, and I'm including free shipping, like shipping's included in the price when you buy these off of Etsy. So mentabloom.etsy.com, it will be linked in your description below. Um, and go check them out. I have a handful of designs. There's weekly planners, there's daily planners, there's the one day tearaway planner, there are spiral planners, and they're all 50% off until gone. Price points are $5, $10, and $15. 
Um, super cheap, super affordable. These are the 90-day planners and six-month weekly planners. So check those out. Um, again, that's mentobloom.etsy.com, and they are on sale until gone. This is clearance, clear out. They will be disappearing. The Everyday Joy Planner, as you know it, um, is no longer in print. So get these while I got them. <laughs> 